so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Marseille View. Um, yeah, we, we I laughed at jokes about it last time, but we, we said we'd try and be more frequent and um, maybe maybe this time dictated by recent events. Um, there's this, a, a lot to talk about, but uh, we'll, we'll try and, and cover it as briefly and succinctly as we can. But um, joining me is Julien. Good to have you back, as usual. Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, hello, Ben. Hello, Alex. And hello to all our listeners. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert, Alex is also joining us. No, you've given it away, mate. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Oh. Yeah, it was um, an exci- exciting week, let's put it that way. I'm not sure <laughs> it's a good excitement, but it was definitely a lot of excitement. I mean, we, 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 it, this happened last time, I remember, I think we recorded, and then literally a few hours like um, later, Luis Suarez joined the club at like 11 p.m. randomly, um, and the curse has struck again, where... I think Alban sort of mentioned it towards the end in passing last week that, oh, there was a, re- a meeting with the fans, the ultras leaders, it didn't go well uh, towards the end. And then, and then lo and behold, like a few hours later, then the next day, it was just the apocalypse. But we'll get into that um, in, in the later part. I think we'll, we'll start very briefly because we, we'd given predictions for the two games that we played last week. Uh, Ajax away in the, in the first game of the Europa League group stage and then PSG. Um, I remember, I think I got both right. I think I said the draw against Ajax and then a, a, a crushing defeat against PSG. I can't remember what you guys predicted, but Ajax 3-3 free, free away. Personally, we're not going to go into too much detail, but if you'd have if you'd have told me that we'd get a point away in Amsterdam when the draw happened, regardless of, of the, the shitstorm at, at both clubs currently, I'd have probably said, yeah, I'll take a draw. Um, you, you guys, you, I mean, putting the context aside... It's not too bad a start to our Europa League campaign. Yeah, I think the first thing is like Ajax is, you know, on paper anyway, it's the the team that uh, we're really competing against for the qualification, right? You, you could assume, I, I, you know, before looking at the result of the first the first uh, game, that Brighton should be the best team, and then it should be Ajax or Marseille. Um, so, you know, when, when you start with getting a point away at Ajax, um, and you still have, uh, you know, you receive them later on and so on, you think on, on paper it's... Um, it's a decent result. So, you know, we, we're in the hunt. We win uh, win uh, the competition. We not started with a loss like we have recently in the Champions League when we, we started the group stages and stuff. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a lot better situation for sure. Julien, happy yeah. with a point? Yeah, happy with a point and, and happy with the, with the global reaction of the, of the players on that game. 
considering like how difficult it was and considering that uh, you know all the events and etc like because we uh, started to kneel down as well on that game exactly. we started to kneel down we were to kneel down after like what 15 minutes 20 minutes and then they came back and um two twice and and you know like there's lots to say about for example defending but uh but the spirit was there and the the, the players uh reacted well on, on that game so and satisfied with the result yeah it's okay yeah, but I'd go as far as saying, as get, again, beyond the context, when the draw happens, a point away to Ajax is is a, is a point. I'm not, not going to frown upon it. Um, so free, free, and then uh, that, for whatever reason, I'm not sure what happened, but but apparently we had a delayed flight back to Marseille. So things so we we landed late. We we only had we didn't have as long as usual to prepare for the, the PSG game away at the Parc des Princes. Um, was it inevitable um, taking the context into account this time? But, but beyond the context, I mean, I, I'd looked the other day. In the last ten years, we've we've won there once, drawn there once, and, and just on average conceded three goals in the last ten years there. So um, I guess we lost four nil. <sighs> Business as usual. Personally, I'd like to say, I mean, I've, I've written these games off for, for ages now. I, I don't really care um, if we get a result. Anything else than a defeat is positive, but I fully expect Mbappé to run riot. He went off injured, which is probably the only silver lining. Is if, if we damage his ankle, then I'm happy with that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess a lot, a lot was made before and during the game of the tactical approach that we we went we, we played four three three on on Thursday, uh, which was already a tactical change from the the Marcelino system, and then um, we. Changed back to, to to sort of Tudor style, which was five at the back or three five two, and we got battered anyway. I mean, uh, Julien, was it inevitable, or was did, did we go there with the wrong tactical system, and and it was it was to be expected? Mm, yes and yes. Like uh, <laughs> I, I think I think it was pretty much inevitable. Like like uh personally like i was telling my friends and i was telling like people that wanted to hear me about the game before i was saying like we're gonna get we're gonna get smashed like we, we're gonna get open opened up in in two pieces and i was not surprised about it by the result but i was disappointed like i would have expected something else of course like considering uh considering the lack of fighting spirit uh, of of the team and 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 the, and some of the choices also were were very difficult but i don't know i don't know what to expect from uh from abardonado who's um who's you know without without insulting him or anything who's not a coach for for this level you know who's a coach for uh, whose level is uh two or three divisions under that like bar one of the top top eight uh, club in Europe at the moment, which is which is Paris, you know. So yeah, like like didn't expect much but but was still disappointed. Um <laughs> it was um it was a horrible night like uh football wise. <laughs> like it was um, it was quite uh, crushing to watch. It was it was it was frustrating and it was uh just uh I don't know. There's not much to tell. We 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 got battered in every department, basically. So, yeah. I don't know what you think. I, I, I yeah, no. For me, I kind of understand why he went for five at the back. Um, mm. You know, he, and, and the, so the just a, a, 
Apparently, yeah. apparently, because bear in mind that well, we'll, we'll discuss the incidents, but because uh, Longoria had stepped back and Ribalta and, uh, and Marcelino left during the week, we'll get into detail in that just after this. But apparently, David Frio, who's like the I'm not even sure is he like the director of football or the director of strategy or whatever. He's so it, it apparently came out on RMC yesterday that he's the one who who decided with Abadonado um, or. or who more or less dictated, let's do five at the back or three at the back. And um, so it's, again, it's, it's just, is there, is there a pilot flying the aircraft currently? And it just, it, it not all of the ingredients were pointing to a shit show, weren't they basically? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's sure that uh, obviously the event of, of last week with the coach just leaving from one day to another, plus on top of that game in Amsterdam, which, when it wasn't easy and you come back late and so on and then we choose a tactic that we're not used to and everything pointed to a difficult evening um i i kind of understand why he went for five at the, at the back he just wanted to keep the nil nil as long as possible and who knows what i don't understand is if you play that kind of you know low block and counter attack which is what nice did and they did really well and won at paris so we, we tried to copy that a little bit but the thing is like we put Aubameyang and vitinha up front and both of them are lacking skills and lacking speed i mean Aubameyang is not the guy that he was five years ago in terms of speed and vitinha is it's just not not very not very fast or or quick. So you know if you would have put some players like let's say Ndiaye or maybe even Arit, who I think are quicker, faster, and so on, maybe it would have made more sense. Uh, but a front two of Vitinha and Aubameyang, which do not you know they don't work well together. Uh, there's no connection. They're just too similar. Um, I, I just didn't understand all this. So basically, we didn't have any solution up front, and we 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 pile on all the players in the back without a lot of experience of playing together in in, in that situation with that midfield and so on. And then f- first, okay, first chance, Paris score. Second chance, they score, and you're like, okay, well, it just wasn't going to be our night. And you know, you need to be a luck as well in in these kind of evenings. And um, you know, they score a goal after eight minutes and the, the whole plan just fall on its head. Um, and then after, it was just game over and hoping for that game to finish as soon as possible, really. Yeah, it's, uh, we've, we've summed it up, but um, it, it's like, it feels like they, they, they were a bit of two minds, right? And it's like, the, the, yes, if you want to go ultra-defensive and try the counter-approach, then, um, then you need to have the players to do that. And as you say, I guess maybe it would have made sense to have one of Unai, uh, so one of Vitinha or Aubameyang, and then have Ndiaye or Arit. Like the, the main thing, and, and you can't say we did a gag. So we had a, a, a decent chance to score when it was, I think it was two 0 one one, one nil. Sorry, and then um, there's a there's a great counter attack. Unai sees close, yeah. get behind. He puts it in. He puts a perfect cross to Vitinha, and he hits the bar with his header. Suddenly, but. Uh, regardless of if that goes in or not, to be able to repeat that sort of rapid counter and transition, you need to, you need players who can keep the ball when they're being pressed 30 metres in front of their own goal and can turn or, or can can play a one-touch pass to get themselves out of trouble and put one of their teammates into space. And we only had Unai in that profile because the number of balls that Vertu and Rongier lost at the, at the recovery um, is just beyond the pressure. Rongier had a, had a terrible game. Uh, and Bertou was just being pressed by uh, Ugarte, who who's a, looks like a decent player, fair play to him. 
so it it just it, it's like we didn't know exactly what we wanted to do apart from hopefully not concede um and when you when you don't have anything to threaten them with well they're going to press you high as they can and, and inevitably the, it, it, that's what happened we got thrashed so yeah. let, let's conclude on that it's it's almost um i, I I don't know for the life of me. I don't have the English word for anecdotique. Um, it's like it's, it's like a bit of a sideshow. Um, these two games compared to the events that, that unfolded. Actually, probably unfolded at the same time we were we were recording last week. Yeah. And then the fallout was the next day. Um, so there was. Little did we know. Yeah, there was a meeting with the fans, the ultras groups. Apparently, it was a scheduled meeting, and the purpose was to as as every season was to plan the the uh, discuss the away trips in the European Cup and discuss the uh, the the, uh, the season ticket update of how many were sold and all of that and for all accounts and purposes it turned out it turned into a, a proper proper like just 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 conflict um to put it nicely um there were stories I'm, I'm going to give the context and we'll, we'll give the opinion so the, the, apparently Longoria got two minutes to speak uh, and then the, the, the groups got very vocal and loud and started complaining about the shit show on the pitch under Marcelino, the negative tactics, the, the, the constant wheeling and dealing in the transfer market, the fact that why have people like Genduzi and Payet who, who left the club, why have they been allowed to leave? Um, and, and, and then other incidents... So partly in in relation to the youth academy, in relation to to the um, the the the, um, the the women's youth team that that were, were forced to change outside in the winter, blah, blah, blah. little things. Well, I say little things. I don't want to downplay it, but anyway, it 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 wasn't the intent of the meeting or the or the agenda, and it just descended into chaos to the point where on Tuesday morning. Uh, we woke up thinking, yeah, we've we've done a, a good podcast. We've covered the uh, the recent events of the club, and then and then a new uh, an entire new chapter was written within 24 hours. Um, there was the rumours that Longoria and and Ribalta and the other um, the the two other people present, which was Stefan Tissier and one member I think from uh, from Marcelino's staff, he wasn't there himself. I'm still not sure why, but. Um, they, they they apparently were, were shocked and shaken by the, um, the the threats apparent threats by the uh, the, the ultras leaders. Um, their future was in was up in the air. Marcelino had had apparently resigned on Tuesday morning. Um, it just went to total fucking shit, as as as, as sometimes happens with OM. And just when you think you're you know yes we're struggling a bit and. Yeah, we've not started the season as brightly. We've, we've drawn three games. We've won two. We've we lost against Panathinaikos, so we're in the Europa League. And then it, suddenly we're in full civil war amongst the fans, amongst the, the fans and, and, and the, the, the club um, leaders. And it just, it just feels like we're in crisis mode. And, and, and it's it's September. Um that's that, I've tried to summarise. I mean, Marcelino left. There were rumours that Longoria was going to leave, and then he took a few days and spoke to McCourt. And um, one press outlet, I think La Provence, were like, "Yeah, he's offered to resign." And then he came out and did a big interview in, in La Provence on Thursday, saying, "No, I never resigned. I just wanted the support of uh, of McCourt to um, to take 
take this system and take these these ultras leaders on frontally and and to 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 just to to fight my corner and defend my my position at the club and stuff. And it led to the context we have where Ababa Nando was was made coach by by default. Uh, we don't have a manager, and and we almost didn't have a president um, within. 24, 48 hours of that 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 meet, meeting happening, and be, before we go into the reasons for the conflicts and and all of that, I mean, Alex, uh, yeah, let, let's let's get, let's put it back into context. We wake up Tuesday and this is going on, and, and it's like, how do you react? How did you react? What, what, what was going on? <laughs> the, the the way I I reacted is like, oh no, here we go again, like. I've I've been following this club for 35 years. The number of times that I've seen the groups, the f- the fan groups, putting some pressure on the club, to usually it was kind of linked, at least on uh, you know on on you know on face value, let's say, um, about what's going on on the pitch and 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 the, the sporting uh, sport sporting situation, but. So many times in my life, Allah, but it's totally disproportionate the kind of pressure and anger that we're showing, you know, uh, uh, to the club or to the president or to the players compared to the actual situation. And and a lot of time later on, you kind of learn that you know uh, after after this kind of crisis that we had, I'm talking against Roussier, Against Marchand, uh, Marchand was it um, the, the the guy with with uh, Louis Dreyfus? Um, with who else did we have a president that was under huge pressure as well? Boucher. Boucher. Uh, I mean, every time it's constantly every three years, every five years, something like that happened, and every time you're like, wow, that looks a bit disproportionate, and then the whole thing start to start to blow up and change of president, change of squad, and shit season and so on. And every time you learn at the end, there's always something linked to tickets, to season tickets, to, uh, you know, s- some kind of money somehow that some of the, 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 the groups receive or, or or if it's not at every case, it's almost every case. And and that's why I've in, in the chat with all our friends in UKOM, I've always been. Uh, uh, always at least trying to to pass the message that what we're living right now with the last couple of seasons where we finish you know in 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 the podium it, it's good but not great I do understand that but these are the good days because I always always mm-hmm. knew that you know we're around the around the corner there will be a big issue where the whole thing will blow up and I, I was I was convinced that it would happen. I, I wouldn't know when, but I, I knew it would happen uh, at some point in in the next year, two years, three years. So it, it's a, it, it's surprised, but it's also like here we go again. I knew it was going to happen, and the whole thing blow up again. So w- what will happen now? Are we we're going to start to put all this season into you know something sheet and you have to uh you know uh, restart and rebuild everything and hopefully you know let's say you finish six and you don't have the champions league and so hopefully next year we'll be able to recruit decent player well with a new president new coach whatever and it's like I j- i'm just tired to restart from scratch every three four five years it's fucking depressing um 
So, you know, to, to see Longoria coming out uh, and, and having a fight and saying that, fuck that, I'm, I want to change, I want to make some change, gives us a little bit of hope. But the thing for me is like to, to change all that system is extremely, extremely difficult uh, because some of these, first of all, a lot of people in this far group are really good people who are extremely passionate about the club. I'm just talking about some leaders of some of the fan groups who have a bit their hands in, in different pies and to the point where they don't want change. So, uh, for instance, it seems that in this case, a, a, a lot of it, when, when you remove the smoke screen or the talk about the way they, uh, the club removed Mandandao, Payet, the way of, um, the youth team, the ladies' youth team, they had to change and the, the dressing room was shut and all that is just shit smokescreen for stupid. Excuse, excuse me with that, with, with that type of language, but it's just smokescreen. And you could see the day after, uh, uh, you know, the event, the first thing that the, you know, one of the group, uh, the South winners just posted was about don't touch our Mino, don't touch our little kids from the academy. And when you dig a bit deeper, the whole story is um, Longoria uh, did an assessment of the academy, realizing that the level was shit. As we all know, we've all been saying for 30 years, the academy is shit and we don't know why. And uh, we, we've learned that a lot of kids from the academy coming from Marseille, which is like, you know, let's say a, a good chunk of them, let's say 30 of them or whatever, they've all been chucked out because they just don't have the level. And, and Longoria wanted to change that and bring some new uh, recruits from all over France. And, and the success started to come a little bit over the last few years with the, with the academy, starting to have better results. But, but, but the thing is, like, some people, and I don't know who, I don't know what, but some people were getting a lot of kickback and m- money kickback from these Marseille kids playing for, Mar- for, for the OM. And so by removing and, you know, getting rid of, of these kids who don't have the level, a lot of people were getting very angry because they just couldn't get their money. And that seems to be the story. So basically, the smokescreen of the situation, the coach, all that, just forget about it. That's, it. That is not the issue. We didn't even lost one game in the league so far this season at that point. Um, so it was all about some kickbacks which were not coming anymore. And because of that, some of our fans are decided to fuck up our club. Um, and I've seen that repeatedly, um, you know, over the years. I've seen that at least five or six times, uh, and I'm I'm just very pissed off. And don't get me wrong, I, I, you know, there's some there's some uh, they have the right to go and talk to Longoria, and they have the right to say why we're we changing style again, why this coach this coach doesn't play the style that that you know fits in our DNA with these low blocks and so on. If if the conversation was was fair uh, and and on good terms and and putting some right questions about the sporting decision on Longoria lately, which are I think some of some of the things he's done are are questionable, but to realize that all this and going to threat and everything was actually all down to the kids for the academy and some kickback, it's just disgusting and demoralizing and uh, it's it's uh, it's. You know, thinking we're going through another crisis is just depressing, to be honest. 
<laughs> yeah, Sorry you, about you, the rant. No, but you've summed it up. But that's I think we're all going to go on one, I guess. But Julien, over to you. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I agree with with a lot of of what Alex said. Um, I think uh, maybe the I still think that the 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 event that has like um, let's say made all these things happen faster is the elimination in uh, against Panathinaikos though. Like it, it, it played an impact. That's also why I was so, so feeling really bad after this elimination because I had this somehow weird feeling that that the situation we would get really worse and worse from there, and and that and that we we were in a fragile situation because Pablo was really getting into a very fragile Pablo Longoria was getting into a very fragile situation, and that that thing linked with all the rest would fr- fr- fragilize him. Then on, top of that, yeah. then on top of that, we have the, um, the fact that, that he chose Marcelino uh, and, uh, with, um, which is probably a mistake, even though I, I, I said in the last podcast and I still, uh, you know, I still agree with myself that, that it was not time to fire Marcelino while not that he was there. You know, we, we, we had to try and see what he was going, what would happen with him at least, you know, for, for, for five more games or something. But at the same time, Marcelino being a friend of Longoria, I must say that I myself didn't see that coming, but, but Ribalta, like, like, who's like sporting director of the club and also like Longoria's right hand for, uh, you know, in the organigram of the, of the team, was worried about that. He said, he said, if things go sour, if things go south, pun intended, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, this will be on you. We won't like, be winners. Yeah, yeah. You will, you, you will carry. <laughs> you, <laughs> you will carry this as a cross, you know, on, on your on on your head, and it's exactly what happened. So that, so you know, like there's been all these little, well, you know, one in one pieces that could just be part of 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 the club of of the life of a normal club. You know, you don't get the qualification you hope for. There is questions about the coach, et cetera, et cetera. But in Marseille, these sort of things are enough to create a bomb or a, a bomb that, totally. that, totally. Explode, that exploded last week. And, 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 and yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, more, it's, it's not even a bomb. It's more like a, an, an earthquake without, of course, comparing, you know, there's been a real earthquake and it's horrible. So without we, we were going into that direction, but in the sense, I mean that, you know, they can be still uh, aftershades or whatever you you call them after an, earth, an earthquake. The the main thing has happened, the main de- deflagration has happened, but it can still keep on deflagrate. That's also, you know, like it's not automatically over this this stuff. And and if Pablo now um, goes like goes like trying to change something, which which you know, it's it's also sad like. Trying to change something and modernize the club in something sounds like is going on war against the, the group leaders, and and we're gonna use like war word, which which I hate personally because there is real wars going on in the world, and you know I, I don't like to mix things up, but but the the problem is like in our club trying to change something, trying to modernize, trying to to bring things to standards of the 20th century of the 21st century, or like going to war. And that's part of the problem, you know. That's part of the big problem. But 
and, and you can extend that to the whole city. Obviously, I'm from Marseille. I've, I've mm, lived I'm there for not. 20 years and so on. And, and, and that's the whole problem. It's like any kind of... Marseille as a city, as a mindset, is so linked to relationship, little deals together, something under the radar and so on. That you know, even in 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 companies, in 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 the business, in in anything, things change is complicated because if you change something, someone in the web of people is going to lose out, and therefore yeah. he will have friends to make sure that he doesn't lose out. So things, do, th- you know, changes don't happen as well as he should. So like you, you compare a city like Marseille, uh, why couldn't we be like? Barcelona, you know, it's it's Barcelona is extremely successful and so on. We're on the coast, we're there, we, you know, we we could be all our big pork like Genoa in Italy, but no, no, we, same. It's a city that is just so far from its potential because of the because of its style, which which is part of his, uh, you know, why we love it and you know love hate yeah, as well. Part of the charm. It's part of the charm, and I, I do get it. But um, at some point, be a Marseillais, seeing you know uh, how difficult it is for my city to, you know, to be ahead on anything. And on top of that, now you have it even on on the football club, you see all all that weight of of you know of network and web of people who want to keep their uh, the system in place. They don't want any change. And you're like, but we want our club to be top 20 in Europe, but we, we are fucking top, not even top 50 currently in UFO ranking. And every time there's a new owner coming, putting loads of money and so on, and nothing is working because of what, uh, partly is because of the general environment, which is, it's negative, it puts a lot of pressure, there's a lot of influence uh, within the club, within the academy, which make things, you know, just just the same and always going you know full speed to a fucking wall before we will start again um so yeah <laughs> it's, i mean it's yeah i mean there's not much to add to what you guys have said and yeah we've the systems are the systems right and we've, we've discussed it i think previously on the podcast and Marseille is a bit unique in the sense that the, the fan groups have the tickets and that, so so they do have a voice but I think it's a fine line. I mean, maybe sur le fond, as we say in French, you know, deep down, the, the reasons and the problems they're raising, yes, they're, 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 probably, they're absolutely right. If if things aren't a, a bit dodgy with the youth squad or with the, the female team having to change outside in winter and stuff, yeah, okay, there's a, but it's the way it's delivered. And it's always the way things happen. And, and in Marseille with the style, which is either very aggressive well it's either a combination usually a combination of both it's it's very aggressive very direct but it's also um usually very amplified and exaggerated and taken out of context which again is a bit of the charm of of marseille which is oh you know uh, a player misses a control then he's shit and he's you know write him off and he'll never be good anywhere else or in his life but but it, it bites both ways and it's like that i Beyond beyond going into to the, the, the details about the context, the timing. I mean, just think about the timing for fuck's sake. We're, we, we're about to start our European campaign and we're playing PSG and then Monaco away, all of these games away because due to the Rugby World Cup, the, the Stade Vélodrome is being used. And maybe that's a good thing, actually. Yeah, 
Maybe, maybe that's actually a good thing. Like that, <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's a good thing because uh, imagine we were playing at the Vinodrome, the, the atmosphere would have been very tense. But <laughs> Against Paris, imagine. Oh, dear. <laughs> it was 4-0. <laughs> oh, dear. But, um, yeah, again, it's just like there comes a point, Alex, and you know, just to summarise, it's like, uh, it, yes, these things need saying, but, again, with the underlying context and the underlying situation in Marseille, which every president has had to face, as you've said, Alex, and you look at you look at the you know just the, the longevity and, and the average lifespan of a president and a coach in Marseille is 18 months. So there's never it's partly due to the situation, and it's a large part. It's even worse that the large part of the reason we're here is because of the constant um, just 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 um, lack of leadership and lack of consistency and having to chop and change every every few every every 18 months between presidents so your fan group you're there a guy comes along you know you know for the last 20 years that the likelihood is he'll be gone within 18 months so you're gonna you're not gonna respect him you're gonna walk all over him you're gonna want to defend your position and be like this is the way things have always been you're only you're only a passenger you won't be here in 18 months so guess what shut the fuck up and listen to, to the system if you don't want to have problems and we'll give you an easy life if you don't rock the boat well, well sorry mate. they even did that to Didier Deschamps who is the coach yeah. the player who won the fucking Champions League with us and who took the club to be French champion for the first time in what was it 20, like 20 years, years? Yeah, 20, 20 and, years and then and then this they they started all that in a in a quarter in a quarterfinal of the Champions League yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, that, God that, knows that, when we're going to play one that, again. Yeah, exactly. So that's the kind of scale that we're talking about: the 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 fight for power, and the the fight to keep the things the way they are. The 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 way they are is so strong, and is so powerful from some of these groups, or at least when I say this group, it's it's a bit unfair for all the people working hard in these groups, which are for, for some of the leaders, right? Um, mm. to the point that they can they can destroy Didier Deschamps and destroy an OM which is in quarterfinal of the Champions League for their own reason and internal power, you know, internal connection within within the club. That, that's the, the extent that we can go to. And also for the possibility and the, the pleasure of being able to say it later, I have destroyed Deschamps. Of course, of course. You know, it's also that, like there is also some sort of of how do you say in English? It's the same in French, like hybrid, you know, hybrid. Like the sort of 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 there is a mixture also of um of uh, some sort of of very badly placed, in my opinion, at least like some sort of pride to take pride in totally. something that is that is totally. you know to put your own to put your own your own um your own benefits in front of of of, of the global interest and and also to pretend the the opposite. But 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 it just don't add up. Like there is a moment where there's a moment where you just you know this, like I don't think I'm 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 that intelligent or anything. But 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 if someone tells me something and then the next sentence tell me the exit the exact opposite, there is you know they, I'm like well no sorry that's not gonna work. Like and it's just you know it's and and without you know without going over dramatic or, or anything because because um um. You know, like we, uh, as Ben was saying, like in Marseille, it's easy to go over dramatic on lots of things. But the problem is like, is like, is like, 
to be very honest, there is people in Marseille who are going to talk about those things, but they're not going to go deep into the matter. Normal fans, normal supporters, former members of the groups, or, or they can still be in a group, but, but they might you know, be a bit like on the side or something. And they will clearly say like, sorry, I am not at liberty to talk more because I live in Marseille and I don't want to have problems. And these things of have course. to be said. So, and people have to realize that those things. And it's not to exaggerate. It's not to, um, to, to say that, that all these people we're talking about are, are monsters or the most dangerous mobsters in the world or that they, you know, or that they eat babies at their breakfast or, or anything. No, they're football fans too and they love their club too. But, but there is this general atmosphere and this, and this general setup that, is, that can potentially be very dangerous. And, you know, it's part of, you know, and, and the huge deal that, 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 that face Longoria or it might start, start, start the work. But I don't think Longoria has to be alone in this, in this because Ohlone will not succeed. But, but, but the, the huge things to change is to be able to change some of these things without... Uh, making Marseille just any other city or, and without uh, making uh, the club look all its identity and, 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 and without making the, the supporters. Uh, but, you know, there is, there is millions and millions of supporters of, of OM all over the world, in Africa, in Europe, <coughs> on every continent. In France, it's the only club uh, before Paris, but it's for different reasons. But before Paris, Marseille was the only global club, like the, the club that you could be uh, in north of France and people would love Marseille. You could be in the west, people would love Marseille. You know, like it's very rare in France. I'm, I'm exactly that. Like, like I don't come from Marseille. I, I was initiated Same. to Marseille by my grandfather, who was not from Marseille. And we were traveling to Marseille a few times, not, not often when I was a kid, but, but quite a few times. Um, long trips and etc. A bit like a pilgrimage to Marseille. And it was fantastic. And, and we are part of this whole, we are part of this huge web. And this web with all these people is, you know, for the for the huge majority, and even from people into Marseille, they're tired of that shit. And you know, it's 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 good that we start to talk about it and try to change things. And it's gonna be a <laughs> long challenge. It's a it's yeah a challenge. Saying it is nothing. Saying mm. it is nothing. It, it's 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 a huge challenge. I, I'd say the only thing and the only difference compared to. All the other six, seven, whatever number of crises that I've, I've seen before. The difference now is you have you have internet and Twitter and so on, so you can easily have access to a lot more information and disinformation as well. But you you, you know a little bit more about um, what is going on behind the scene, what is going on in the academy you're able to get some information that, that wasn't possible before. Yeah. And before a lot of the fans, and, and I was there, you just received the, the track, the piece of paper on in the Virage, and they tell you, uh, you know, whatever, Roussier démission, because pff, whatever, some, you know, bullshit reasons. And at the end, you learn it's foreign uh, because he wanted to get the, the album of the season ticket back to be managed by the club. And I'm not saying the club should be managing those. That's a different question. But, you know, they, they, they tried to turn it into a sporting decision because, oh, he recruited that player and so on and so on. But no, that, that's all a small, smoke screen. And, and now with Internet, you're able to know straight away or, or pretty much straight away what it is, for what it is, for which reason. And I think a lot of people now understanding that what is happening 
and they are more choosing the size of the club. Now, how how will the, the club decide to act? What will they do? What can they do? How much energy and will do they have to change things? This is going to be fascinating. Um, I, I'm not sure how the club will do it. I don't think you can go in full class with some of these groups, or, or maybe you should be maybe one of them just to show the other. Like I, I'm not. It's almost case by case, right? Um, yeah, and I, you know, and I don't, I, I don't even think that. Uh, sorry if I interrupt you, but I don't even think that. No, no, that, that even among the leaders of the group, I think there is differences. Like there's definitely totally. even, we, we saw it we saw it only this week. It's never united. Yeah, it's never united yeah. front. Exactly. That's what Marseille is all about. There's, there's no you could see just in the stadium. There's so many fan groups and they each one sing their own songs and so you know like it's that that's the way Marseille is. And what what you need is for sure is to to clean the inside the club so the people working at Olympic de Marseille, you know, inside the actual business element of the club and clean out the academy to make sure that 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 bit is untouched from, you know, as much as possible from from the environment, let's say. Like we need to to have a, a, a club and an academy working together where we can finally try to get some kids out and, and, and you know, uh, deliver on the promises that we've seen recently with the better results. Um, but in the same time, like, it's going to be a very hard game with Longoria because if he currently right now, right, you know, he, you feel that he has a bit of support from the general fans, you start to feel that some of the, the fan groups and the leaders of some of these groups are starting to, you know, quiet down or even start to say, oh, no, it's sorry, it was a bit too loud, you know, but we, we're going to follow follow you, Mr. Longoria, and we want the club to succeed. And you have some some groups who are still very much at a clash with, with the club. So um, I think it's very key to sort out the, the sporting situation by choosing the right coach, which would be extremely difficult considering the situation, the environment and so on. And, and a group that is maybe lacking a bit of leaders, a group of players who's lacking leaders, but finding the right person so the, the the general fans would not turn against the club and against the president for sporting reasons. So I think it's very important the next stage, like which coach we're going to recruit to make sure that the sporting things, like the, the football stabilize. So then you can start to attack the changes of the some of the relationship with some fan group and, and and with the academy and so on but if for instance you take a coach which people do not like and then the, you know results starts to go th- south and and then you start to have the whole stadium against you and then I've lived that many times as a fan because I was season ticket holder for more than 12 years and when he really turns, it's almost unsustainable for a president to stay. So these few weeks, the decision that's going to be made over the next few weeks, at least on the sporting side, would have a huge impact for the overall McCourt experiment uh, with OM over the next uh, the next few years. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, I don't have much to add, but yeah, it's going to be interesting and. Again, it's the whole context is is so hostile, as you say. That you know, if you're Longoria, you look at the list of 
of available managers as free agents. I mean, you have you had Nagelsmann on on the list. I mean, I'm I'm talking just in general, right? Conte, all of this, and and some people are so disillusioned to the point where they're like, oh yeah, why why aren't we trying to hire these guys? Well, would they even fucking pick up the phone to to Longoria? I doubt it. Even if things were going well, right? And then you get to a point where you're like. Okay, so what is what is the least worst option for all the reasons you guys have just said, which is you, you have to meet halfway somewhere if you're the club because you've you pretty much declared open war on, on some of the, the practices and behind the scenes things that are happening and the, the whole the whole sort of blackmail and some of the, the systems that the some of the fan clubs leaders have and and all of that dodgy system. Your Logoya, fair play as Coronas. He's taking it on. He's he's decided to stay. He's declared war and said, "Yeah, I'm going to um to you know to to work with local businesses. I'm going to work with um the justice department and all of this. So we're we're not gonna we're not gonna go quietly. Fair play, but this is when we're gonna realize the true extent of of this system and how far it extends. And politically, you know, instead of appeasing the situation, you have someone like Samia Gali, who's the the right hand person to the mayor, coming out. Who's been photographed? They, they both have the mayor as well. Being they've been photographed in the stands with the South winners and all of these characters, and they're coming out saying, "Oh no, Longoria needs to chill. This is just a, this is just Marseille. This is a thing. This is how things always happen." Yeah, and it's like it's not it's counterproductive, and, but 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 it gives you an idea of how how ingrained this mentality and how ingrained these systems and and this I wouldn't say corruption, but how ingrained some of these um these these questionable dealings and relationships and the influence that they have and the impact on the club and yeah it's going to be an interesting next next few weeks to see how the club approaches this yeah it's going to be very difficult to change the the last time the last time this happened was was just before it all left and there was this whole agora thing which is shit you know the fans started putting pressure on their all to leave and the, the sports, the, the pitch side was pretty bad. It was the last season under AVB. We, we were we got humiliated in the Champions League and and so on. And and he tried to, to to start this thing, and we were part of it as UKOM and and all the fans in general. They were like, "What the fuck are you doing? You can't touch the fans. This is we're, we're the heart and soul of the club and all of this." And then they went on to burn the training centre, right or wrong. Again. The reasons were right, but the way they they decided to to protest was wrong because it was violent and they caused damage and it it ended up costing something like 10 million to the club to repair the commanderie, whatever. But maybe the the, the opinion, public opinion seems to be a lot more, a lot less supportive for the fan group's actions and a lot more supportive for fuck's sake. Yes, not, not everything's perfect, but we're better off than we have been for years. Don't don't burn everything because it's, it, there's still a, a full season to play and it, it's too early and it's difficult to back some of the the fan group's leaders' positions, calling for the resignation of everybody. When actually the what's the alternative? The alternative is fucking Macron knows nothing about football and he he, he gets he gets duped and hires another hero or another or or he parachutes one of his American guys in who who knows nothing about Marseille and the club. And, and we start from square one again, and, and and the whole system gets back into place, and this per- poor poor person isn't up to the task. So just to balance on just just to balance on what you say, because you're totally right. We have the the, the exact example of Saint Etienne and Lyon and Bordeaux over the last couple of years, 
where it's an American owner actually for Bordeaux and for Lyon and and they know nothing about football. They put some rubbish people in and they're in Ligue 2 or they are pretty much bottom of the league out right now. We are not far from that. Like, no, we could easily end up in the same situation depending on the decision and the turn and whatever will happen over the next few weeks and months. This this could this could definitely happen. I've seen crises at Marseille, uh, you know, in 99-2000, where the team just survived on the last day of the season. They were so close to going down. Well, they had very good players on paper, but the chaos, the poisonous environment and so on, like everybody lost confidence and and then the good players started to leave, the Ravanelli, the Dugarry, the Pierre, they all started to leave and so on. This could easily happen here if um, if wrong decisions are made. Well, currently we had someone Longoria who isn't perfect, but he's he's done still overall some great work over the last couple of years. Two podium in two years. We haven't done that for the last twelve years, right? So um, sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you, Ben, but just just to add that we, no, you know Saint Etienne and Lyon, Saint Etienne and, and Lyon situation could easily be be us if we don't make the right decision in the next few months yeah and and, and yeah it's just it, it it's painful to think about heading that direction but it, it, it could potentially happen and and people should not think but because om is om that, that someone will come in the saudis will arrive and eventually save the day or whatever i mean th- there's just so many things that can go wrong before that happens and, and that may never happen anyway so that we've sort of summarized yeah we'll, we'll close that topic off here and we'll finish on on the last topic which is we need a new manager right and with everything <laughs> we've with everything we've just mentioned you'd have uh, well, to, you'd have to be you'd have to be suicidal to walk into the club right now right <laughs> um and and you 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 sort of alluded to it earlier both of you which is longoya has been called out for his mistakes he hired his mate marcelino I remember saying this in the summer when when he was hired was he's got to be careful you know he's he's being watched and yes we got a bit lucky the last two seasons changing half the squad and hiring a new manager and then we we, we hire another new manager yes again a completely different change in style um and it's one of his friends and all that and now he's under huge pressure and it's like with the current climate and and knowing that Longoria is on a tightrope where do you go from here in terms of a manager? Because there aren't a million options. Like, like there are unrealistic names like Conte, Nagelsmann, all of that. The people are fantasizing about these people. They, they wouldn't chance. come near us. Yeah, but they wouldn't come near us even if we were we were half decent and we were, uh, you know, if this was last summer and we were in the Champions League. So, so yeah. where do you go from there? And and the names being mentioned. I mean, there's there's all sorts going around. There's oh Tudor may be considered for a return or Oh, uh, Galtier is free and he's from Marseille and let's ignore the whole, um, you know, he's been to Lyon, PSG, Saint-Étienne and, and he's got, um, I, I don't know if it's still ongoing, I don't have the full details, but he's apparently under investigation for racism and, and for, for, for select, not buying or, or starting players based on the fact that they would go to the African, African Cup of Nations or that they, they're doing Ramadan so they can't be possibly fit. And but We don't know the full thing, but but he's he's... He's not clean, effectively, media-wise. And then there's there's 
th those are probably the two names where you look at and you go, yeah, maybe the lesser of, 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 of all evil. And then, again, with the context, to step down from that is random people. Like, you could end up with a fucking Comboiré or an Antonetti or, a, <laughs> uh, um, you know, Julien Stéphane, who, who, who's not bad. I don't think he's bad, no, but, but, but does he have the shoulders to cope with this? And, and where do we go from him? Yeah, but where do we go from here? And, and the, the closest... The, the 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 main name that comes back is Galtier for obvious reasons. He, he's yeah. not perfect, yeah. but sporting-wise, he knows Liga. Can we do better right now? Ben, I'm gonna tell you. I, at this point, I have absolutely no bloody idea, really. <laughs> no, I'm being very honest. And it, it sounds like Longoria in the club don't either, mate. Yeah, so. yeah. Like I, honestly, I so much wouldn't want to be in his shoes, like 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 to make this choice right now, especially considering all we said earlier, like how extremely important choice it is. Um, what I can say is is there is people that um or profiles or managers that that for different reasons. I don't want to see because I fear that things will blow up exactly like I was saying, like could deflagrate uh, even more than what the situation is right now. For some reason, I still think that Tudor coming back, Tudor coming back would actually be a potential catastrophe. In the sense that that he left not in good terms with 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 quite many of the players. Okay, some of them are gone, like Guendouzi, for example, and Payet. But considering like his style, the fact that this year they didn't make the same um, physical preparation, I don't know how different it was from from Marcelino, but but I, I, I this is complicated. And, uh, like, a lot of the players look cooked. They look yeah. already knackered. Like Kondogbia looks completely so, over it. Yeah. Yeah. So it could also be it could also be that um that 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 the Marcelino's approach, like what his team was doing, was was a whole different approach or you know it's, it's hard to tell but Tudor I don't know and you know comebacks comebacks to club especially after a short time sounds sounds complicated I would almost but I fear Galtier's arrival even more I think than Tudor like in my head I I you know like I have I, I read good like what is potentially good arguments you know pro Galtier in this case so so I, I, you know, I don't know exactly what to what to think. I'm not anymore like, you know, I'm not gonna stop doing the Marseille view and stop watching games if if Galtier arrives. Unlike some some good fans I know are saying or have been saying, but but I'm still very worried. Like like with his last declarations, with uh, with the fact that he has this trial, uh, this court case going on, you know, with the um, with the whole situation, with the fact that he was in Paris just before with. I don't know, and 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 I'm missing maybe some some more. Um, funny, like Galtier three years ago, I probably would have fined for him, uh, but now I, I I'm 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 worried. And then the other names, like I hear Julien Stéphane, yeah, nice, no, but the poor little lamb is gonna get eaten alive, you know. Is is like people were 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 saying that uh, that Mar Marcelino was too tender for the club. Bloody hell, Marcelino had had 30 years as a coach under his belt, like. And people thought he had the, Julien Stéphane is too too young, too fresh, you know, too too naive almost, you know. Too uh, you know, I, I listened to the guy's interview, he's full of uh, he's still full of illusions about about football. No, he's not 
You cannot make it in Marseille right now. So, I don't know. I really have no idea. I would have liked Kike Setien. I said it in the group, like, like because, you know, it's a sort of, like, old Yoda, like, and, and, a, and a very beautiful football and et cetera. Yeah, but you'll, you'll get the, you, it's not going to appease the situation because the, the, the fans are going to come out and say, oh, another Spanish guy. Oh, Spanish? You know? they're, they're, they are that stupid? Yeah, they, well, they are apparently, you know. It's like, oh, they're going to say, oh, it's another guy from Longoria's network. And oh, uh, yeah, oh, they're probably, probably going to say that. There's, yeah. just, there's, there's just zero. Basically, the patience is at zero, minus, it's not even zero, it's at minus 10 right now. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's like, uh, no choice is going to be a good choice. Everybody yeah. will be unhappy, whatever happens. But yeah. as you say, it's like, do, do you, if you're Longoria, you've got an impossible job. Do you, do you, take the easy option to appease the fans in the short term or do you think you want to try and get a guy who can do two years no, yeah like like honestly if i personally but 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 it's only personally and it's worth nothing but but if i would make a choice right now if i was in longer shoes i think i would go for just the way he has surprised us with tudor or sometimes he has surprised us with some players i would go for someone whose name he is not he's not considered serious at the moment that people don't don't know so much about, but who is going to propose, who is going to make, uh, like who's going to have a clear game plan fast, and who's going to have a, a game plan that is going to be satisfying for the for the players, coherent, you know, like and for the for the supporters, coherent, and that would give us results fast, and if possible, not if possible, <laughs> not the LCA. <laughs> uh. The, the, the thing I think is it's quite important that that we we have a a, a coach that start which is you know uh, aggressive pressing dynamic yeah. a bit direct in its style. Problem is like Galtier is you know it's it's a bit like a Marcelino in terms of you know mid low block four four two standards um, a bit more punchy than Marcel Marcelino thankfully but. Um, yeah, so but he knows he, he knows Ligue 1, right? So, so again, back to back to the lesser of all evils. If you're yeah, looking, I, for, it depends what it depends what you you're trying to do as Longoria. Are you trying to to prove another point and and pull another rabbit out the hat hat and a miracle like Tudor? Everybody was like, who the fuck is Tudor? And then we had the present surprise. Or or are you now trying to, as you said, Alex, because you need to fight the battle on another front? Are you going to pick? A safe pair of hands like Galtier, who knows Liga, who who will will certainly um, have a bit more tolerance because he's from Marseille and and he's friends with with many of the uh, the ultras leaders apparently for all accounts and purposes. I don't know if that's completely accurate, but ah, oh, that's an interesting. There, 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 there's those things to take yeah. into account. So so how. How many? But, uh, Longoria has no has no jokers left. So. But yeah, but sorry, sorry, Ben. But it. you're saying so. Excuse me, Ben. So you're saying that yeah. that Galtier is apparently friend with the people that that Longoria is trying to go to slash slash war against. I mean, I don't have the details, but 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 <laughs> seemingly <laughs> apparently he's close to to Cataldo. Apparently he's, he's close to. Right. He's from Marseille, right? Okay. No, but he's from Marseille, right? So so. Yeah. For all accounts and purposes, forget sadly the, the you know the racism thing going on and stuff. We we don't know if that's true. He may he may be found innocent and all of that. But yeah. but right now it's like people have wanted him for years. 
for right or wrong reasons, whatever, he looks, if he's willing to come on paper, he knows Liga, he will steady the ship, he will probably end up getting his top three. Uh, it won't be glamorous, it won't be spectacular, but it will be highly fucking effective. But it's just that the reason it, I, I'm more critical of the ways, the reasons, and 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 the context of why we've arrived at this position, which is whoever comes in is wasn't first choice, and they're basically coming in as a as a pompier, as a fireman, as we say, to put the fire out and to try and get the team winning again, so that Longoria doesn't have to worry about people criticizing the the results. And, and he can fight the other battle, which he's clearly started. But uh, Alex, over to you to finish off on this before we end. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, it's almost an impossible um, <laughs> impossible job. Because uh, <clears throat> you, you need someone you need someone strong enough to steady the ship, and you need someone for for who for whom you know OM means something or i mean otherwise why would you go in this mess the only thing is that if you go in this mess and not being someone linked to marseille or galtier or a french coach or a tudor or something it it will only be someone who is one or two level lower right now and so it's low m om would be like i can't miss opportunity i you know it's such a such a club with a you know a, let's say worldwide or at least european uh following and and you know I, I will be noticed as a coach but you come right now in this political mess with a team that you haven't chosen with a style that maybe you could have a very different style com- compared to marcelino i mean who fits the bill if it's not one of these names like i I do not know. And if you take one of these names, if you take Galtier, you know, in, in the internal politic of, of, you know, say with the fans, a lot of a lot of OM fans hate him because he went to Paris and because of some of these comments, racist comments potentially and so on. And even his style of play, I don't think his style of play really fitting OM. But it could be the only one to to have, have the, 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 the kind of coaching level and be able to manage the environment, he, he could he could maybe be the only solution. I don't know if I want him or not. I I just can't. I just have no clue. I leave everything to Longoria. But uh, Tudor, I don't see it at all. Um, why would he come back? Um, uh, the, the, the team hasn't been set up at all for him. He wants a team that just um, runs a lot and it seems like physically we may not be ready. Uh, um, yeah. And then you have a Obama Young up front instead of Alexis Sanchez. It's very different style of player, right? I mean, it's um, I have no clue, guys. <laughs> Usually, I always have a fairly, fairly clear thoughts and view on stuff on on this one about the coach. No fucking clue. Mm. Uh, that's a good, that's a good way to end it. Which is, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I um, think he should get someone who really has nothing to lose, like a like a guy on the death row somewhere in the US or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, yeah, because because they, they're walking into a war zone pretty much. So yeah. Take sport, take some sport teacher from um from a school in Belarus or in Russia, you know, to teach them to teach these players something, you know, like a bit of discipline, let's, you know. Let's end it there. I mean, guys, if if the curse strikes again in the next hour, they will announce a manager. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I will just add a little something to just to finish a more positive note. Like the the squad itself 
he's still he's still a top at least top four squad in Liga. If somehow we kind of find a way not to spill the the, the 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 poison and the bad energy into the football field too much, and if we find a coach who can steady the ship, the the team is good enough to finish top four, maybe even top three, if oh. everything goes back to to normal on the pitch, and then you sort out the rest on the side. Um, now the the politics, as we say, it's extremely difficult, and it could definitely spill over. Uh, but but the squad is still is still good. We still have enough talent to finish, you know, the good position in the league. So uh, the, the the next decision on the coach is is just so important. The the, the squad has a few leaks and a, and a few a few you know a, a, a few posts or places where I would like to see a, a another player. But our chance is also that like the the league is really bad and it's going to sound like um, most teams most teams are not performing. I think Paris will be exactly. above the pack. But a lot of the teams we were expecting, or or we could have like like semi chances, are not are not showing up. And you know, it's not too late to it's not too late to finish top three or top four. And it's not and it's not going to be uh, uh, too late until a, a really long time, except if you are absolutely horrendous. But when when you look at the players we have, it there is no reason. You know, there is no reason why we would be so bad. So you know. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's end it there. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you again. Thank you. Thank you.